another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello everybody and welcome to the horror show, the show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing, man. Um, how you feeling about Matt, Matt uh, Matei, Maddie versus D'Amato? Yeah, I'm, I have not burned out yet, which... We said we might by week three. We actually thought this would be the week to do it. Nope. I, I'm not there. I'm not, not there. I'm not even fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love everything coming out of this. I, I, I do have to say um, to Redneck Stomp, who basically programmed this, uh, these <laughs> like six weeks of episodes. Um, great programming. However, Animals Attack, uh, I... I don't know if that was appropriate for one of these movies. Agreed. Agreed. And I was going to make that point because because D'Amato has a shark movie. But now that I'm saying that out loud, I also don't know if that would that would be appropriate. So, you know what? This is probably the better choice. I, I concede. Good job, Devin. I brought it up to him in our Instagram live before we were recording. And he, of course, got defensive. And, and he said, well, you know, there is... A moment where an animal attacks. <laughs> I was like, "Well, fair." fair he, he's fair, not. He's correct. That's correct. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I guess I'll accept that. <laughs> you know? Do you know how much it bothers? First, well, I have a whole bunch of thoughts. Uh, first off, the fact that that is, I, I thought it was called killer birds the, the entire time until it so started playing. I was like, "Wait, it's called killing birds." Either way, it fucking it doesn't make sense because. Either way, it wouldn't make sense. There are no, there's no killer birds. Do they even kill a bird in this? No, no. <laughs> they so definitely don't kill a bird for sure. For sure, no bird is harmed in this. <laughs> can't can't say the same about rats. No, <laughs> the rat, rats has one of the most like what he does to a rat at one point is this fucking ass. It's just like just like. <laughs> Grounding it onto a stick. <laughs> Why is he doing that? <laughs> um, also, rats was, had a few of those very uh, Italian moments of like, mm, was that animal abuse that I just saw? Yeah, that guy it's, just kick a rat across a room. Uh, I, I, I think he might have. I don't. I don't know. Fucking um, Italians killing birds. Uh, I mean, I, I let's well. For, oh boy, where do we start? First, let, let's let's hype up. Um, we just did a Patreon episode. Um, oh my god, I, I'm feel, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm uh, feeling a little toasty. I'm toasty. That, that was well. a fun. That was a fun Patreon episode. And and for those who aren't on Patreon, uh, join and get access to those episodes. You can hear the horror show talk about Beethoven and pretzels, which which is I'm sure what everybody wants to. Hear. Beethoven pretzels and the first guy to suck a, a suck a cow's dick. <laughs> To get milk. <laughs> Those were the topics for this week. <laughs> uh, no regrets. No regrets there. Sean, 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 this is so random. You can honestly cut this out because because I'm probably going to be all over the place. 
And I'm sorry, but but can I please can I please tell you a dad story real quick? No, hey, everyone, hey, you haven't had a dad story in a minute, and um, everyone talks to me about it. Like, so uh, we have a new person, and I'm sorry. Now I'm cutting you off because we're both drunk. But um, jo, jo, uh, we did. We have a new. Um, Reagan, Regan, how do you pronounce the girl from the exorcist name? Reagan. Reagan. Reagan, uh, we have a new social media um, manager, Reagan. Uh, she's doing great stuff. Appreciate her for doing that because we just don't have the time for it. So it's it's really nice to have somebody that like gets people interacting and then we can comment and like chime in. You know what I mean? Like it's nice to have somebody kick it. That's the harder part, kicking it off. I can yeah. comment all day, but I don't have the time to like set up the posts and stuff. Um, but she, she posted something about like, uh, favorite <laughs> horror show isms. So of course it was like, you piece of shit. And then Sean, 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 and then <laughs> like something else. But in th- everyone was also like Joe's fucking dad stories. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no. And we haven't had one in a while. We haven't, it's been kind of all quiet. Cause you know, you're, you settled into your house and probably locked the door. And, 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 and yeah, and I, <laughs> I refuse to I cut all contact with him. <laughs> I I received a document. Well, I'll be vague. I received a, something happened in February of 2020. Okay, uh, involving me, and I received a document in February of 2020. All right, right. And my dad knows somebody who who might have been able to assist and you know help me out with that. So, uh. When that when that happened in February, then of course COVID hit. The next month, I was supposed to you know make contact with the people in April. Uh, they sent me a letter and they're like, "Hey, due to everything shutting down, it's going to be pushed to August." August rolls around, they're like we're still shut down. It's going to be pushed to October. October rolls around, they said postponed indefinitely. Never heard from them again. And I was like, "Well, you know, maybe, maybe it just it just kind of went away. Like it wasn't a big deal. It, it was nothing." So then I get something in the mail last week when we were in actually Pennsylvania. And it was like, hey, uh, this this came up again. So I was like, fuck, I thought this went away. So I was like, hey, dad, um, do you still have like connections with that person? He's like, yeah. well, first of all, I say he's like, yeah, but it was the phone call was like 15 minutes of him sighing in my ear, just being like, Jesus Christ. Like, oh my God. I'm like, and I was like, you know what? Like, if it's a, if it's, if it's a hassle, like, don't worry about it. I'm literally just asking if you can like ask this guy if, you know, that you already that you already spoke to last year. If if there's anything, uh, you know, it came back up. If there's anything you can do, so can I just like, say right, really right. quick? Can I just say it's not that big of a deal? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm I'm being vague because I don't want right. No, I, I don't understand. want specifics. Um, it's nothing criminal. It's honestly, honestly, it's nothing criminal. It's the smallest thing that you could ask a favor for, and pro- he uh, he's like, all right, all right, I'll I'll ask tomorrow. Blah blah. So then he calls me back and he's like. All right, I talked to him. Um, he's just going to need some things. And he's like, I have all of them, but we're going to need the original letter from February 2020. And I'm like, Dad, I don't have the fucking original letter from February 2020. And then, and then I, I know, like, Sarah, and then we'll love this. Uh, he's like, he's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you're, you're fucked then. He's like, it's not gonna, he's not going to be able to help you. He's not going to be able to help you. And I'm like, Dad, I've gotten the three other letters, including one yesterday, and it says the same thing with the same information on it. I was like, just tell him. I, like, first off, I don't believe you that he said that. Right. But just tell him. 
that I fucking don't have the original one, but I have I have a copy of the most recent one. And he's like, he needs the original. He needs the fucking original. I'm like, Dad, I also just moved, keep in mind. So even if I did have like documents saved, shit's on all boxes, like my garage is not cleared out. Like I don't know if I can find it. He's like, Well then I don't know if I can help you. Like just just go and try and look. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm working. During my lunch break, I'll go look. So during my lunch break, like a fucking sucker, I go out, spend like 30 minutes just pulling boxes out where I think mail might be stored. Nothing, right? Nothing. I, I found the one from, from August that they postponed, but nothing. So I go back inside and I, I tell him, and he's like, you got to keep looking. You got to keep looking. So I was like, I don't know what to tell you. And Tina hears me. And Tina's like, uh, you know, when I'm done teaching, I'll, I'll go out to the garage and look. So after she's done teaching, she's moving boxes around to see if she can find anything. And even I'm like, Tina, don't even fucking bother. Like, yeah, yeah. it's useless. Like, I, I'd rather him not help me at this point. But Tina's down there looking. So she comes back in, like, literally like an hour later, like fucking sweating. It's like 90 degrees. Out. And she's like, I, I, I can't, I can't find it, like, anywhere. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. It 100% was thrown out. So I called my dad back. I was like, Dad, Tina fucking looked. I looked. We don't have it. And he's like, Oh, fuck, man. He's like, well, I have a copy of it, but uh, I, I, I don't know if he's going to accept it. And I was like, wait, you have a copy of the original letter? He's like, yeah, you sent it to me February 8th, 2020. <laughs> like, so what do you, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, so what are you fucking asking me for? He's like, well, I, I, it needs to come from you. I'm like, how would he know if it came from me if you already have a save in your fucking computer? He's like, well, it, it's it's old and it's not clear. I'm like, send me what you have. We just spent two hours of my fucking time, looking, both my time and my wife's time, looking for this. And you have it on your computer? So he sends it to me. It is the most crystal clear document I have ever seen in my fucking life. I was like, Dad, you fucking, I'm not, like, use that. And if anything gets pushed back or whatever, it's done. Like, I don't want your help. I don't want his help. Like, go, go fuck yourself wasting two hours of my time and you have it on your computer but it needs to come from me how the fuck would you know if it came from me or not plus it did come from me that's why you have it on the computer i sent it to you a fucking year ago and you knew where it was you didn't i called them like six times over the course of that time didn't mention that once until afterwards like are you fucking kidding me are you fucking kidding me god and then he was like and then he was like, I, 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 this is, this is aside from that. He's like, I just need a, uh, like, like a summary of, of what happened. So I, I emailed it to him and I wrote, Hey dad. And then I wrote the summary and he calls me. He's like, you, you gotta, you gotta resend it. I'm like, why? He's like, cause it says, Hey dad, uh, you just put to whom it may concern. <laughs> I'm like, dad, just fucking copy and paste the body and not the Hey dad part. And he was like, I don't I don't know. I'm like, I'm not resending it. Like fucking figure that out. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Wasting. Like, Holy fucking, shit, huh? dude. Fucking amazing. <laughs> dude, having a I'm copy. Like, today, I thought, yeah, dude, having a copy. And, and like, like, I would maybe like give him the benefit of the doubt if he was like looking through his documents to see if, if maybe I sent it to him. But no, he readily knew that. Like it, it was, he, he knows exactly. It was on his desktop because there's no way he'd even know how to look through documents. So it was, it was, he knew where it was, and he knew that he had it the whole time. Oh my god! Give me a fucking break! <laughs> Give me a fucking break! And then, like today, so it's cold in Connecticut, and most most people turn on their ACs now. This past week, I turned. I just got a brand new furnace. Uh, the guy was recommended recommended to me by my dad, the company. Um, they gave us a pretty good deal on it and brand new furnace, all gas, right? So this past week, it was hot as balls. I turn on the AC for the first time. The AC runs for six hours and the house cools down like three degrees. I'm like, that, that 
can't be right or efficient. Like that's not right. So, so then it got cooler. So I didn't have to run it. And that, and then now it's freezing in my house. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to turn the fucking heat back on. The heat's blowing out cold air. So just in a fit of rage, cause I, I'm, I, I should have known better not to even mention it to my dad and just call the company, but like in a fit of rage, I was like, Hey dad, the people you recommended me to fucking suck. Like, <laughs> like what do you, the thing doesn't work. It's, it's two months old and it's already not working. Like I, the heat is not working. It's blowing out cold air. And he calls me like three times. I'm like, I'm, why did I even text him? Like, I don't want to talk to him. And I finally picked up. I'm like, yes. And he's like, hey, uh, I, I just got to troubleshoot some things with you. And his fucking troubleshooting was being like, so uh, is the thermostat turned on? <laughs> the power yeah, on. Fucking, the fucking thermostat is turned on. He's like, is 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 the furnace switch on? It's dead. It's all fucking running. It's blowing stuff out. He's like, well, that that can't be possible. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to fucking tell you, Dad. <laughs> He's like, well, the pilot light can't be on. The pilot is on, and that's, that's what's baffling me, because I can see the pilot light, and I can hear the blower, and it's still blowing out cold air. So I don't know what to tell you, Dad. I've already explained that. And then he's like, are you sure that the thermostat's turned on? Like, all right, Dad. I have to fucking go. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> well, appreciate you, Maddie versus the Mister Book, Mister Bugner. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Maddie versus the <laughs> motto. Should we should we leave that in or do that for Patreon? I'll leave it in. Leave it in. Fuck it. Fuck it. Well, um, I'm trying to think of a good segue to go from your maniac dad to these fucking maniac movies, which should be easier than 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 I'm having trouble doing right now. But uh, well, uh, speaking of night, n- speaking of nights of terror. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So D'Amato is up. Uh, let's let's recap where we're at here. D'Amato, I, ha- I have him up two nothing. D'Amato's up two two rounds. One win really ends it for him here. Um, I also went back to the old episodes. Uh, honestly, Joe, you saved the day by somehow remembering like our scoring because, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. So because the first one we came up with like decent things and then the second one we were both like i don't know and then you literally basically did two equivalents that worked out perfectly in the first one it was movie quality and then in the second one we said plot same difference for these movies i mean you know we'll kind of combine them and then the other one was enjoyment in the first episode and then replay value and you also did say enjoyment in the second episode you said replay value or enjoyment and i was like that too i was re-listening to it. i was like jesus christ thank god he's fucking here because i literally could not have thought of a single one i was like oh, i don't know and then the third ranking is usually what the week is like animal attack points um <laughs> there's a clear winner there's here. a clear winner um however we also kind of um you, like last week was a video nasty, so we kind of ranked them on gore a little bit there. Um, and I'm kind of feeling like maybe we leave gore in as a fourth. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the the movie quality plot, enjoyment, replay value, gore, and then like whatever that week week is. All right. Let's let's roll with that. That that's solid, and I wrote it down this time, so <laughs> I, we will always have it. 
Um, well, 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 I have a doozy of a question for you. Okay. Tell me, in your own words, what is Killing Birds about? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, I was really excited for these questions this week. I, I hadn't thought about it for Killing Birds. But rats, I just want to, I just want to talk about rats for a second. Rats literally explains the plot at the beginning, and I would be hard pressed to, 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 to believe that that is truly the plot of, <laughs> of the movie. They're literally, dude. It was the longest pre pre movie cr- screen scroll I've ever seen in my life. About the apocalypse and how many atom bombs had dropped and. None of it I, I think I agree. I, I think I agree because like that explains that explains the setting, right? But it doesn't explain the, the plot. It explains nothing <laughs> which, about the plot. Which, which I've never seen a movie do before. Explain explain why they're there, like why humanity's there, but Dude, not what they're doing. Literally seconds after that pre the pre whatever they call it, the scrolling words. Seconds after it, I thought about how you were going to ask me this, and I started laughing because I was like, I honestly don't even know what that that scroll said. <laughs> it just was a bunch of bullshit about the apocalypse. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, in my own words, can I tell you what Killing Birds is about? Killing Birds is about um, the ivory-billed woodpecker... <laughs> <laughs> that they're looking for, that they're looking for and then um uh uh a guy a guy who's blind um and then zombies and and <laughs> and um do you know why do you know why there's zombies uh, uh no and i'm not even sure that okay. they actually are real i i think they might be f- f- fake but they did kill everybody <laughs> I, dude, I don't think they're fake. I don't think they're fake because because they murdered people, and then that, that ending, the ending, the most ambiguous ending. But but we hear we hear the guy screaming, and also the guy explains why the why the zombies didn't attack them. And when I say explains, I'm honestly doing like air quotes by myself in my room because because he's like, oh, they didn't attack. Sorry, I'm jumping to the end, but the guy is like, they didn't attack you. Because they they couldn't smell your fear, which yeah. doesn't doesn't explain why why they're there or why they're feeding off fear. And also those two guys, those two characters were most definitely were most definitely scared. They're, they're fucking they're running, fucking terrified. <laughs> Moments prior, their friend's head was ripped off, <laughs> and they're trying to pull him down. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say they're probably pretty scared. Um, that that was. That was not a good, that was not a, uh, <laughs> it's not a good, uh, I don't know. Um, but that's how I was like, is it real? Because the guy was like, oh, it's not real. It's fear. And, and then by the way, that guy is an Oscar winner, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, Robert Vaughn, Robert Vaughn, uh, plays, uh, a man with one, no eyes. Although I would tell you he had two eyes or one eye. I would he, tell you he had one eye, but. Dude, He's blind. He has two eyes. Just one's for some reason after it was attacked was just permanently looking up, and the other one was permanently looking left. Hey, how about that intro to uh, Killing Birds? By the way, that l- had no impact on the story whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. Killing All right. Birds. Should we just go into Killing Birds right now? I feel like we have to. Yeah, let's go into it. I don't. I don't know if you explained the plot, by the way. 
but I don't know if there if there is a way to explain the plot. So I think it works. Um, before we go into it, did you catch the uh, the AKAs the uh, the alternate titles? Um, I didn't, but I, I also I have. Sorry, I we're we're kind of all over the place on this. I'm so excited. So I I have some of them, but I couldn't find all of them. So I'm gonna have you list those off in a minute. But I do want to say I had two notes that I wanted to do before we started the show. First of all, can we get basketball jerseys of our favorite teams, but with Maddie and Damato on the back? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Okay. The second one is um, th- this is just an interesting fact. Claudio Fragrasso, who we spoke about last week, who wrote Trolls 2, he wrote Rats um, and claimed to have directed it. But but Maddie is like, he didn't fucking direct it. I directed it. Like, he only wrote it. He also, this is interesting for this week, he also claims to have wrote Killing Birds, which he did not. (laughs) But tries to take the credit for the writing of Killing Birds. He was like, "Yeah, I wrote a short story." But like, dude, this guy, this are you fucking kid. Look at look at his portfolio. Like, you're not writing good short stories that people are like trying to steal. Like, like stop it, dude. I know we talked about this last week's episode, and, and it also comes into play again with Killing Birds. But like, first off, the fact that the that Italian directors during this time couldn't be credited. To- <laughs> Like, there's a limit to what they could be credited to. It's fucking ridiculous. And the fact that all of these guys are in some, like, bizarre director's love triangle, where it's just, like, they all direct each other's movies and then either try and give someone else credit or try and take credit from someone. It's so bizarre. And like you said, like, you, you just said it. It's just so weird. Like, it's not always just, like, that was me. That was me. Sometimes it's, like, that was them. And they're, like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that was you. Like and none of them are good. So like, it's not like any of these are better than the other. It's just like, like just how is this so confusing? This just seems wild. And um, Killing Birds is um, directed by uh, Aristide Mes- Mesakesi, who is which is the model's real name, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. Because uh, I. I think it was Redneck Stomp who um, commented because I was like, why do these guys have the most American names? And he proceeded to tell me both of their real names. And <laughs> they're the most Italian things of all time. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's correct. That is his real name. Yeah. But it's also his alias. <laughs> Fucking the model, man. Imagine if your real name is one of your pseudonyms. Is that even <laughs> like <laughs> real? <laughs> Anyway, um, so what are these titles for Killing Birds? I obviously knew one was Zombie 5. You know what? I was looking. I don't know why I was so hyped to say it because I think there's only two. So oh. <laughs> I think I was thinking I think I was thinking of Rats because Rats uh, oh, yeah. was also billed as a sequel to The Bronx Warriors. Oh, my which, God. What? Which, <laughs> which when, when, you look, when you look at the characters. So, so, so The Bronx Warriors, I'm sure like only a handful of people have seen. Which I think I think was the case when Rats was made too. So the fact that like they're trying to tag the name on onto that makes me laugh. But like when you look at the characters and kind of the plot, I can see it. I can see that he was influenced by the Bronx Warriors. Why and why he like it wasn't like a huge hit. It's not like 
Like, I get when he did Aliens. Why the Bronx Warriors? But, Dude, it's um, like Vince McMahon syndrome. It's like whatever he watched that week, regardless of age or like <laughs> or, or, or popularity, just saw something he loved and was like, "That's fucking amazing." <laughs> um, you know that movie we're making about um, uh, rats? Um, yeah, it's now also about the fucking Warriors, the Bronx Warriors. <laughs> Oh man! So what? Uh, what? What are the other word, uh, titles for Killing Birds? You, one more? Uh, it, was, it was Raptors. Raptors. Okay, so I actually have another one that I found. I didn't find Raptors, which is stupid. But, um, uh, Zombie Flesh Eaters Four. Joe, what the fuck is wrong with these fucking guys? We're at a point which Zombie Flesh Eaters is Zombie Two, <laughs> right? Dude, imagine. <laughs> Wait, so Zombie Flesh Eaters is, is Zombie Two. And he called this Zombie Flesh Eaters Four, but he also called it Zombie Five. So he's not even in the same movie. He's still fucking up the. <laughs> the math's all wrong. <laughs> the sequels. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I'm fucking crying. <laughs> this is so insane. I, I love this theme. Uh if if we ever get a budget, I think we bring um, Redneck Stomp on as our programming person um, because this is honestly incredible. Like this is the most fun I've ever had. Zombie Flesh Eaters Four, which is Zombie Two, and also this movie Zombie Five. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, Killing Birds was filmed in location in Louisiana. This is an American film. Wow. Probably the only one, right? I would imagine. I don't think we're going to see this again. Fuck allowed him (laughs) to do this. (laughs) Oh, my God. He only had a crew of about eight or nine guys. Um, That makes sense. (laughs) The cinematographer was Massa Kessie himself, uh, who is... (laughs) Who is obviously, um, uh, 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 wait, is he Maddie? <laughs> he's Maddie, right? No, 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 no DeMato. he's Damato. Damato. Masakasi's Damato. So the cinematographer was Damato himself under the name Fred Slon- Slonisco Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so he credited, he did it, but he did it under another name. Um, and this is a, a film with no dubbing. No overdubbing whatsoever. This was all shot um, in sync in the field. So this is a this is a rare one. Um, did it help the quality? No. It, 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 no. It, we watched a restored version, which was surprising. <laughs> Someone took the time. So before before we we dive in a little bit more, did you like Killing Birds? Um, boy, there was. So I think on Letterboxd when I saw this, which I totally forgot I'd watched, um, uh, I I think I gave it one and a half stars. I'd probably stick to that because the beginning had some moments that I loved um, and some like fucking really funny shit. And then the ending was all right. It's that middle man. That was just, there is very little, there's very little that happens in that middle part. Um, yeah. It's brutal. I mean, the, 
it doesn't make any sense whatsoever, as we already discussed. Uh, like you said, the beginning starts off action packed. The gore is is fine, but again, the middle is is a fucking drag, dude. It's people just walking around and like talking about birds and about birds, talking to the blind guy about birds who listens to birds, and it, it's just so. Uh, just so underwhelming. It just seems really odd. That motto. being said, <laughs> I liked it more than I was anticipating because I, I thought it was going to, because I've seen, I've seen, I know I've mentioned it before. I've seen his shark movie. It is such a boring, stupid piece <laughs> of shit. I was anticipating that for killing birds as well. And it, no. it wasn't on that level. I wasn't, I wasn't totally miserable. No, I, w- I wasn't totally miserable either. And it, it was kind of interesting to watch him attempt to make, like, a movie, <laughs> a real movie. <laughs> um, I'd say probably don't do that again. Um, just, you know, <laughs> just stick to your bullshit. Um, but it, it really wasn't that bad. The characters were all right. Um, and he did sprinkle... You know, my review was quoting the Wikipedia article, which even the Wikipedia is like, nothing fucking happens in this movie. Basically. And I don't think that that's true. I think that's a little bit unfair. Because I do think, even though it's a slog in the middle, they do sprinkle some moments in there. I, they make no sense, but, you know, there's like dream sequences where zombies show up and there's... um there's like a there's an actual zombie attack randomly in the middle that I, I I'm not even sure I'll be honest if that actually happened but you know the one I'm talking about in the house <laughs> yes I smashes I think that, her I think head that, in I think that was a hallucination yeah see that's I guess that's the problem with the, with the middle <laughs> right nobody knows including including tomorrow nobody knows what is happening <laughs> I think and, just and filmed. The, <laughs> That poster is so misleading. The poster is is a fa- which there there is a bird attack and like sure that scene I guess happens, but it, what a misleading thing to put on your poster when it's more about zombies than it is about a bird attacking. I'm looking at the poster right now. Let me just describe it. It is a falcon ripping apart a man's face. There's blood pouring everywhere and thousands of birds behind him. Um, you know showing killing birds you'd be like this is definitely about bird attacks and um the bird attacks one man at the beginning potentially one man at the end i don't we don't see it and that's it that's it man are the birds the zombies they can't be I mean, the zombies are full-grown people. Why would they be birds too? Uh, no, I'm. I'm thinking like there's so much about hallucinations. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give Damato some. Uh, some. No, don't, don't, because we because we we watched the zombie pull a guy through a roof. It wasn't a fucking bird. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. Um, let's let's get into this movie a little bit. Um, we're already thirty minutes into this episode. We're good. We're good. Um, so shot on uh, shot and location in Louisiana. We we open up with a with an opening that is. Um, how do I? Really interesting. 
I was like, oh, I was like, I don't remember this at all. This is kind of cool. And then, you know, it goes away. Um, But we we open up with kind of like killer POV with this military man who's going around um, petting birds and slicing people's throats. Yeah, he he just came back from Nam. Yeah. And he caught his wife, girlfriend in bed with another man. Okay, so that's what that's that. Okay. Now, why does he attack that other couple? That's his parents. <laughs> okay, so he kills his parents. Yeah. Who have his is that his baby? That's his baby. <laughs> okay. Um well, that explains more. I, I don't know how you got that out of this, but congratulations because I, I was I was so confused. And then and then um, he kills all these people. Uh, he does not kill the baby. Um, no, it's it's actually a pretty. I'll give them out of credit for that. It's a pretty good shot because they're like, oh fuck, because we just watched Anthropophagus where, where the guy the guy eats a fucking unborn baby. So so it zooms in on like. A baby, you know, bundled up, and he just murdered all these people. And yeah. He puts the knife right next to it, and you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like, are you really do I have to watch this? And then uh, he does not kill it. it, it it's a fake out. He t- he, he, yeah, it's it's a fake. And then, but then this guy goes in and starts cleaning up the mess he's made, which I don't know why, because he's left a trail of fucking blood everywhere. Um, and during this, a falcon shows up and just rips the <laughs> rips the fucking guy's eyeball. <laughs> It swoops down and rips it out, which the gore is crazy. It, like, it's nuts. It looks like really good, but uh, why this happens, um, who knows? And then, and then it cuts to him in the hospital, like holding his son. So, right, right. That was my point, favorite police, part. <laughs> at this point, the police are very much involved, right? Like, <laughs> he has two police on both sides of him, um, and then a woman's carrying his baby. By the way, he's blind. He just had his eyeballs ripped off. She she hands him the baby and he like kisses it and then hands it back. Like that's not the way arrests go in the United States, uh, Damato. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know not gonna happen. And also like like you said, like you somehow picked up on this entire storyline. But I was like, why is he kissing this baby he just stole? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's his, and and that comes into play later. Um, but wait. Wait, My question that comes into play it, later. It, it sure does. I'm so glad. I, mean, I, I can just you. tell you now. I can, I can just tell you now. Yeah, tell me now. What? What? How does? Yeah, that guy. The, the fucking guy at the end is his son. Oh shit! Uh, wait, can I be honest? Every fucking time Robert Vaughn spoke, I zoned the fuck out. He. <laughs> it was so well, mind numbing. Well, well, good. Good news, Sean. Uh, Robert Vaughn doesn't. I don't even know if Robert Vaughn knows that. So <laughs> they find out by like listening to those recordings. Oh, no, shit. no, the email, the fucking email. Which I think I think it was through the email when he reads it, and they're like, "Oh my!" It, and that should be like a big revelation, but it, it, obviously you didn't pick up on it because like the characters did not sell that at all. They're just like, "Huh? How about that?" <laughs> and by the way, this is made in 1988. I've never seen a movie try to cram in technology in an unnecessary movie. This movie is about bird watching. Dude, the email was so, like, out of place and unnecessary. I was like, this, like, why? You don't need that. Dude, bird watching, the most analog fucking hobby of all time. (laughs) Somehow, somehow, there's a guy, dude, 
There is a scene at the very beginning where uh, we meet a bunch of students after this scene with him stealing the baby and going to jail. Um, we we meet all these students who are also bird watchers and also one guy who programs <laughs> playing stick figures fucking on a computer screen. Um, like, which, again, 88, like, it just seems wild, like, way out of place. Like, it it seems insane to have that. Um and it's these two stick figures very crudely fucking each other. And the guy, <laughs> the guy, the guy uh, that programmed it walks, walks into the room where somebody's like, whoa, what's this? And he's like, listen, I'm still working on it. I can't get it to look real. It is literally like circle for a head stick figures. Some fucking, um, what was that fucking website uh, with the tank? that had all the video games that you played on it. And it was always like stick figure matrix, like gun bullet time games, new grounds. Okay. You remember new grounds ringing the bell? I, I, Oh man, they had all, all all I can think of right now. All I can think of right now is the, uh, the calculator, the TIA. (laughs) Oh shit. Texas instrument. (laughs) Did that like the drug cartel? (laughs) How ridiculous you buy this fucking, for kids that, that don't know calculator. these days. Dude, it wasn't hot, dude. It was, it was like 800 it was, it was so obscenely expensive to get a calculator. And like all your math teachers, freshman year, so this is like 1999. Forced like, you. need this. Yeah, they're like, you force your parents to buy this. And honestly, would like shame you if you didn't have one. Um, yeah. And the, first off, you can, this is so brilliant. The calculator allowed you to type. So kids are like are so smart and so adaptive because I remember like day one, somebody was like, Hey man, just like put all your notes into the calculator, like save it on your hair. So when you take the test, like everything's right there. Like, oh yeah. Great. Great. But also there was so many games in it. Like I, I distinctly remember drug cartel and it was like crudely drawn things. And it was like, press three. If you want to fuck this lady, press four <laughs> if you want to, if you want to kill this rival gang member. And like that, you play that in class the whole time. Yo, that was the shit. And I never got it on my, calculator it was like it was it was um like contraband it was hard to acquire um and and you had to like know somebody that would had like the transfer cable (laughs) which was which i'm pretty sure was like an aux cable yeah and and you could transfer oh dude it's so fucking weird so fucking weird but yeah no that was a that was a that was a game i i would play that right now (laughs) i would also play that right now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and also we probably like beat it like successfully in like several minutes and be like wait what why did i have so much trouble with this in high school like i felt like i was you're playing on a adult. fucking calculator you're playing on a calculator that that's why <laughs> holy shit fucking amazing <laughs> kids in our like upscale town play playing drug cartel on their calculators <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck anyway um so that's what this guy's doing except he's making uh sexy games and he's really trying to get them to look real and he's um you know centuries away it appears because <laughs> it's just a stick figure stick figure going in and out of another stick figure mm-hmm. the original laser shoot <laughs> <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Oh man, Robert Vaughn ends up showing up now. Um, he was the military guy. He is a bird watcher. He's why, also blind. What, dude? Why? Why is he? Why is he out? 
Why is he out? General public. Why is he in general public? And why was the college like, you should go see this guy about bird watch? <laughs> great question. Great question. Because, because also there's a cop that accompanies. The cop is part of the crew, which is also weird because everyone else is in college. And then there's just the cop who's with him the whole time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Robert Vaughn was in Prince of Bel-Air. Um, a movie in 1986, right? And it's about like yeah. a pool boy who I, I don't even know what he does. I'll be honest with you. I've never seen it. But did they just rip that off? Like, do you think Fresh Prince of Bel Air, like, was that a reboot? Uh, it seems just based off the title, too unlikely to just be a coincidence, right? They, they had to watch it and just been like, this is the. It had to be like like a play, a, a play on it, right? A, a spoof. Just be like, hey, here's the fresh Prince of Bel. Prince of Bel Air is a 1986 American made-for-TV romantic comedy starring Mark Harmon, Christy Alley, and Robert Vaughn. I I, I would be hard pressed to believe uh, the title didn't inspire them because right. it was the Fresh Prince. You know? I feel like they took. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I I don't know. I'd never heard of it, and I was like, oh shit! And and even if you look at like the cover, it's um. It's it's just Ro- it's just Robert Vaughn saying "Yo, home, smell you later." <laughs> I would do that so hard. Uh, I, I would do that so hard. I would watch that. <laughs> I don't know, but even even the um the if you look at the cover, like it's it kind of looks like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. It's it's very interesting. I don't know, um, but maybe I feel like it was like one of those things where it was like re. Almost, like almost a reboot. You know what I mean? Like they do it now where they just take these properties. Like they probably had uh, like trademarks, right? For Prince of Bel-Air. And they're like, fuck it. Like give it to this guy. Like let's see what we can do with this since everyone hated Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Fresh Prince was NBC and that one was ABC. I don't know. Maybe Prince of, I don't know. Anyway. Just wrote that down to talk about and waste time, which we've already done. So <laughs> probably probably shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> that was like my that was like my uh, hey, if this movie's boring, talk about Prince of Bel Air. Nineteen eighty six. All right. Um, I have a note here. I'm going out on a limb and saying that nothing in this opening matters to the movie at all, which appears to be m- mostly true. <laughs> mostly. No, that's uh, you know well. Well, yeah, I guess. All right, fine. And, and you know, the lead, the lead, he starts running around this house that they're at, and he's seeing dead people, and his friends crucified on the walls, and it's all wild. But everything's a vision. Yes, but what's not a vision is as soon as they get to this house, they immediately find a corpse in a car, and again, they have a cop with them, and nobody decides to like radio back or be like, "Hey, I'm not staying here," or maybe somebody should like this is a crime scene. Uh, <laughs> We they just probably they, start they an just, investigation. <laughs> they just carry on with their with their lives. Like if I if if I was on like a bird watching trip and we get to a house and we're staying with some fucking guy that I've never met and I immediately find a corpse, I'm not staying there. I'm not continuing with this project. It's the yeah. It's the start of a true crime movie. Like that's like <laughs> the jogger that finds the body. Like <laughs> you go yeah. away and you call the police. You don't continue your jog. (laughs) 
Well, they continue their bird watching forever, and it's all about this ivory-billed woodpecker that I've never seen people hornier for a bird in my life. These people are just obsessed with it. Um, and about an hour in, we see our first zombie, uh, which doesn't look great, which doesn't look great. <laughs> um, nah. they trap a woman in the house and they, this zombie destroys, like just destroys her head, like just absolutely demolishes this woman. Um, and it's great, but apparently I think that was a vision. Yeah, I think it was hallucinating because he's seeing like the blood dripping. From, <laughs> he's seeing the blood dripping from the from the sink. This is also the scene where where he sees the the blind guy walking towards him, right? And he, he just shuts the door in his face. The blind, <laughs> and the blind guy can't open it for some reason. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, <laughs> the the group uh, attempts to escape. Um, they're they're getting creeped out. There's some you know hallucinations, things of that. They try to escape, and then finally we get the legitimate zombie action, right? Yes. They load into a car. One girl gets ripped out of the back of the car. Her neck is ripped open, which was an insane effect, dude. Like, really. It was, it was like, kind of fucking gross. Because, like, you saw the blood pooling under the top layer of, like, skin. It was fucking gross. It was fucking vile. The, the yeah, zombies yeah, Ma- just... Amato's not a slouch. He, he doesn't hold back with, with the kills and the gore in his movies. No, no. Um, and then there's a few kills that are totally unrelated to zombies after this. Where, like, one guy just gets fucking caught in some farm equipment. <laughs> and it's the most brutal kill in the movie. Dude, that and... and I think I think it's the cop character... It's just talking, but for some reason there's a fuel leak. And, like, it has nothing. Dude, Fred doesn't do it. The zombies don't do it. It's just literally, like, faulty equipment. And right. There's a fuel There's a fuel leak, and it ignites and sets this guy on fire. And that, that actor that they lit on fire, I honestly feel for him because the stunt actor was engulfed in flames were running for so long the opposite direction way better than the um the guy we'll see in rats that gets lit on fire um that yeah. was wearing oven mitts very clearly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah no this was nuts but there was this farm equipment accident was horrifying because like the dude gets like some of his fingers <laughs> ripped off and and then his he's wearing like a necklace that like gets pulled through his fucking neck like Dude, it, it was honestly fucking vile. It was fucking vile. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the next zombie attack we'll see is a, a zombie literally bursting through the exterior of a wall, <laughs> like the, of the house. They're boarding up the doors, being like, "God, I hope they don't get through these these, these wood, <laughs> wood planks." And he bursts through <laughs> the outer wall, uh, inner walls, insulation, and drywall to uh, attack this woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and uh they escape the whole crew escapes they run up to the attic and we kind of get a rehash of anthropophagus honestly like, yes yes we do it, he was like thing. he went back to the well on this where they're in the attic and zombies are pulling them through the roofs <laughs> he loves it he cannot get enough of that <laughs> um we see that he's killing those guys um Ultimately, we only have, like, two survivors at the end. And I guess one is his uh, son. Yeah, one's Steve. <laughs> yeah, one is Steve. And uh, 
I, I this and this anime honestly made me laugh out loud, and, and there's nothing like outrageous. It's just the abruptness of it. I like, rewound it twice. Me. <laughs> I rewound it twice because I was like, "That wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, "I must have missed something." So I rewound it, rewatched it. Still, I didn't understand it, so I rewound it a little further, rewatched it, and it was it was what I thought it was. So <laughs> Dude, they, they, they they after all their friends are are you know decimated, done for. They escape the house. They escape the zombies. Right. And for some reason, the fucking idiot blind Fred is outside, and he's like, like we mentioned before, he's like, hey, don't don't worry. They were never after you. Just after the guys who showed fear to them. Which why does Fred know that? What? How does Fred know who showed fear to them? Right. And why are there zombies in the first place? And also why like why is Fred aware of those zombies? But that's that's what he tells them, and then. Fred goes inside the house for some reason, and you just hear Fred screaming. Like, he's clearly being murdered by the zombies. <laughs> and then the, the two surviving characters just, like, look at each other and then off in the distance, and it freeze frames on them, and the movie ends. The credits start rolling. <laughs> and so was he attacked by the zombies or the birds? Because, like, yeah, he, talk, he, was, he gave this long fucking diatribe about the fear and things like that. And then I was like, wait, I, that's, that's where I was kind of going with the birds thing. I think he was attacked by the birds. The birds. Killed. I mean, I, I, that may be, we, we don't know, but whether it was birds or zombies, why? <laughs> I mean, which one's more confusing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think the birds would be more confusing. He just entered a house with fucking zombies. Because, dude, the end, the birds all start squawking, which fucking gave me a migraine. And then, and then it cuts, and and Damato is overlapping the 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 same footage that he kept showing of the birds, like doing that like weird bird like circle thing when they get doing they, when they're in the air current, you know? Yeah, yeah. He played that eight thousand times in the movie, but. He overlapped that footage over the house, so as if to show that birds are, like, invading the house. Okay. I mean... So, are the birds the zombies? I'm still going with no. Of course not. Um, <laughs> I think he, <laughs> think he just did whatever the fuck he wanted. Ugh. That's killing birds, guys. Um, and next up, let's jump right into rats. So rats. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can I? I just pulled up Letterbox and yes. I saw that killing birds is like popular <laughs> with, with listeners. Is that uh, true? Can I, can I? Yeah. Can I give Dave a, a shout out? Sure. His, he gave it one star. <laughs> And his review, his first line says, honestly, more people died in this movie by accident than either by zombies or birds. That's a great point, Dave. Great fucking point. It's it's absolutely true. That's a fact. Um, and, and it's alarming that, and it goes back, I really do believe people are just on their phones during movies. And I feel like if you have a strong beginning and end, which this does, well, sort of-ish, <laughs> You know what I mean? If you saw the beginning in the last 20 minutes, you'd be like, solid movie. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like people aren't paying attention to the middle of these fucking movies. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because, like, the middle of this just fucking was a bummer. But whatever. 
It was all fucking dream. Anyway, I'm, we we just covered it. You just <laughs> rewind it if you want to hear <laughs> me talk about it again. <laughs> Next up is Rats, a completely different movie Rats. by Bruno Maddie, who is on the ropes. Um, he's got to get a win here. Um, and I'm gonna say it right now. I think he, I think he's locked in. I think he's I think he's locked. Oh, in. there is no thought. This guy is fucking. I, Tomorrow might even get a point deducted from him for, for that mess. Hey, you know what? That's what I was almost. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about it during the ratings. But I was like, he might be like 10-8 on these. Like it might fuck up. It might fuck up in this round because <laughs> killing birds to rats is wow. That's rough. I agree. I agree. Um, what is the plot of rats? <laughs> the plot of rats is a little bit more clear cut. The plot of rats is th- there was there was an apocalypse for for whatever reason, a very detailed apocalypse about multiple nuclear warheads going off. Which hey, that's fine. It. I'll be honest. Earth looks fine. Uh, <laughs> Earth looks. <laughs> Earth looks totally fine, uh, but they claimed it that, was like Maddie. Maddie was the one that did that did uh, shocking dark too. Maddie, right. ha, Maddie has no concept of the fucking apocalypse. Like, <laughs> somebody get this guy in front of a apocalypse movie because everything looks normal. Everything looks beautiful. <laughs> Everything's fine, dude. Neon lights, neon lights in the bar that they're at are still lit up. <laughs> lit up. <laughs> let, uh, let, like think about this. This is, which, by the way, the funniest part of the scrolling um, was that they claimed that uh, time, the year was now, years were now A-B after bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, this was, which, by the way, they were like, the, he mentions it at the beginning of the scrolling. He's like, for after this point was known as after bomb. And then later in the scrolling, he's like, the year is 225 A-B, dot, dot, dot. After the bomb, like as if you forgot, or, or like he was like, just remember, like we gotta fucking hammer that home. That's so good. Um, so it's two hundred and twenty-five years since after the bomb. Yes, you know that's a long fucking time. No, nothing should really be standing, or if it is, it shouldn't be in any type of condition. That's like. I that that is that is honestly a fantastic point. Apocalypse or not, none of that stuff should still be working. Should still be plugged in. It's a great point. Hey, remember when they start? Okay, we'll get to it. But anyway, two hundred and twenty-five years. That that's a long fucking time. And the story, I actually I can tell this story. The story is after the bomb, people went underground to survive. And then, and then they splintered, which by the way, yes, it makes sense. Wait, time out. Okay. (laughs) I know this is probably frustrating to listen to. I'm reading, I'm telling you the plot based on the the scrolling title. This is not what we see in the movie though. So that's not really fair. (laughs) The plot of the movie is not this because they claim that the group splintered and then there was a group below ground and a group above ground. That's true. That's true. That is true. That is true. However, I don't think it – the way it's playing out is not really, like, the way that they're saying it. it like, if they've been above ground, like, I just – they're kind of going the Mad Max route, like, kind of like nomads, I guess. Yes, yes. I, I don't know. It's just – it doesn't 
the plot we're watching in the movie is just very different from what we read about besides the two groups. I, I, I think again, that script was just to set up the setting and to yeah. let you know that there, to let you know that there, that there are people underground, underground for later. the reveal later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Because those people under the ground uh, do not show up until the last five minutes of the movie, the last five minutes. And they're all in hazmat suits. And we only know that they're the people from underground because right. they explicitly say that <laughs> they're like, you are the people from under the ground. <laughs> which uh, another weird thing is, there seems to be only one guy in this group that's like, we came from underground and everyone's like, shut up, you stupid idiot. And, <laughs> and he claims he read it in books and it's like, wait, what, <laughs> what books are being printed in this world? Like, I don't, <laughs> nothing about this makes sense. Um, uh, just some notes. This was made in '84, so four years uh, four years prior to Killing Birds, which is kind of crazy. Um, when asked if Claudio Fergrasso directed anything in the film, Goretta, who is the woman in this, um, she was also in Demons, right? Uh, replied, "Hell, hell no." <laughs> and this is the guy that directed Troll too, by the way. Uh, and that I hear the same crap regarding Dario and Lamberto when we were all on Demons. Is that really talented people like Bruno allow other people to have opinions, chime in, come up with stuff? But Rats was Bruno's film. Dreda continued that Fergrasso had lots of good ideas and Bruno would sort of pull on his chin in silence. Then if he liked it, he'd say, ve bene. And plenty of times he did not say, ve bene. <laughs> 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 Which I fucking love that. So um, that's cool. That's tight. Um, so we talked about how Rats opens up with the scrolling. Oh, well, but hit me, hit me with what you think the uh, plot is. Well, I guess so. Like, that's the scrolling word plot. Uh, I think the plot is people. Yeah. Dude, like, that's that's the thing, right? So what, okay. do, you, what do you think the plot is? Uh, uh, the plot is these people are nomads in, a, in an abandoned earth an apocalyptic earth and some, for some reason, the rats are, are mad. The, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> there's a lot of rats and they are, they are genetically altered because of the radiation, I guess. Um, they're not big. They're just normal rats. So I would just say that they were angry rats, uh, probably just hungry rats. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if they've even been affected by the nuclear fallout and it's been 225 years since then. Um, I feel right, like so they, they would be like the descendants of the nuclear fallout, right? Right. I feel like they'd probably be going back to normal rats at this point or like, <laughs> You know, I don't know, but like, you know, Chernobyl is returning back to normal and it's only been like 30, 40 years, 30 years. Yeah. yeah. So 225 years. I don't know, man. And I don't know why there's so many of them since there's nothing on earth. You know, like, I feel like they probably would have gone away just from lack of things to eat. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I agree with that, that analysis that's that's pretty much what happens these guys are but that's it that's wandering. the plot what what are they the trying to get rats. what are they trying to get what is the motorcycle gang trying to get i i know that they're not going to leave this house that's filled with rats that honestly the solution was to leave <laughs> 
<laughs> the solution was to leave the fucking house and they don't. And I remember there's one scene where one guy's like, I'm not fucking leaving this place. And I was like, wait, why the fuck not? And, and then I know there's, and, and the food, dude, the food that they found was already like packaged in barrels. So they could have just, you know, took it with them. Well, first of all, it's 225 year old food. It's not good. No matter what it is. <laughs> Second, the flagrant abuse of food. Let, let, let's just get to that moment because we open it up and it's just these motorcycles and basically windowless boxes that were cars. And the, by the way, the windowless boxes is 100% way more accurate than like Mad Max cars. Like no one's putting that much effort into their vehicles in the apocalypse. They're just like <laughs> making a box on wheels. Being like, yes. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, here agreed. we go. And it's this biker gang. Like you said, that's the, uh, the Brooklyn warriors. Um, kind of feel to it right like the, the what what is that trauma gang called uh so, whatever i forget their fucking name they're like in all the trauma movies but very yeah, similar I, to that like just a bunch of rascals on motorcycles <laughs> um and the the bikers um they they find a building that they've decided to inhabit um out like literally it's the first place they stop and they find food they find stored they food. What they the do with this? The f- what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the first guy finds a package of sugar, and he's just screaming, "It's sugar!" and pouring it all over his face. Joe, <laughs> he he he. First of all, he's eating the plastic bag, which <laughs> is insane. <laughs> he's eating the plastic bag. Second, he is pouring it in his mouth at first, and then just proceeds to start pouring it into his eyes and screaming, <laughs> like you said, screaming, "It's sugar!" <laughs> <laughs> Biggest waste of fucking. Dude, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Pouring it into his eyes. You're, you're starving to death, and you watch your friend pour, start pouring sugar in his eyes. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And then, then another guy's like, it's fucking flour, and pours the whole. Which, first of all, he's eating the flour raw, which, like, no doubt will make you fucking sick. I. I like regardless of age, like it's not, you can't just eat fucking flour. And then he takes a few bites and then just pours it all over a woman, <laughs> which that scene is, has a, has a whole other layer to it. That's just bizarre, but, um, it's fucking insane. Um, and they just proceed to waste all that food. Um, and this all leads to the discovery of rats eating, um, a body. I don't know why that body's there, um, and, and you know, it, it had to have been fresh, right? Like, yeah, well, like well, that's the thing. Like, it appears there's no one on the surface except these people. Yet there's bodies strewn about this place, right? I don't know, but yeah, I guess it's fresh, freshish, freshish, freshish. Um, and there are two women in this group of bikers that their job was to scream unenthusiastically the entire movie. Every time something happens, it's just them being like, ah! <laughs> no level of emotion whatsoever in their voice or eyeballs. Um, it's fucking nuts. Uh, one of them, one of, one of them's other role is to have sex with somebody, God. but also be obnoxiously close to somebody else. And they got, they somehow managed to get stuck inside a sleeping bag. That, dude, that was my, dude, that girl is dead in that sleeping bag the entire movie. And I started laughing by the end. Dude, she appeared in every scene. Like, the fucking body moved in every scene. 
it was just in whatever room they needed it to be in for them to be like, oh, God. And every time they were surprised that she was dead in the sleeping bag. That was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> the woman in the sleeping bag, she's been dead since minute one, basically. <laughs> they found her. And then multiple times throughout the movie, they'd be like, oh, my God, it's Janine. And it's the same dead woman in the sleeping bag in a different room. <laughs> My favorite part was like at the very end, they finally were like, get this fucking person out of here. That's like it's straight up disrespectful. <laughs> you know, those like you, you, people probably complain a lot in horror movies. I probably have uh, like, you know, the, when they're like, we have to, you know, respect this body and bury it. And you're like, that's a waste of fucking time. Like you need to just fucking move on. Not worry about it. <laughs> this movie proved to me that you do need to do that. Cause the way you they're do, stepping over this woman. <laughs> That's a great point. And and honestly, hearing you say this now, I actually am okay with them being startled each time because like why would you get used to that if somebody in, like you're like like if somebody in our crew, if we were all, you know, looking for food and we found this place and somebody in our crew died, every time I entered that room, I'd be like, holy fuck. Like that, I fucking forgot. Like, <laughs> this can't it's be true. reality. It's true. It's true. And you know what's great? Uh Demod or fuck maddie here um he aged her corpse every scene like it got worse and worse like she she was rotting like in the last scene like she was a different color and everything it was it was it was kind of cool um yeah but no yeah no that's you know you gotta bury this poor fucking woman they're just stepping over and like finally in the last scene they're like get this fucking body out (laughs) oh my god um one guy immediately gets bit in the jugular by a rat, which would be enough for me to be like, we're done. Wait, and by the way, these people have been on the surface their whole lives. This appears to be the first time they've ever seen rats. Which is, you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, I also love that they're using such high fi- firepower on these rats. Well, in some scenes, yeah. like this guy shoots this rat point blank with a shotgun. And in other scenes, he's just, they're just kicking him away. <laughs> Um, Did you get a The Thing vibe at all? Yeah, a little bit. You know, you had the the flamethrower. You're locked in the house. And and the guy kind of looks like McCree. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um, When did that movie come out? 82. So, yeah. So, yeah. He stole that. So, so actually, yeah. Most definitely. For sure. (laughs) Without a fucking doubt. He might have been... I mean... Because, like, think about it. These guys aren't putting thought into it. You, he, he, If the thing came out a week before, I'd still say that. Because I would feel like he'd be like, all right, we got to go fucking reshoot this. Like, fuck. Reshoot it, yeah. Go, I agree. Get, get somebody that looks like fucking Kurt Russell. Give him a fucking flamethrower. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, and, and, yeah, this is really more of, like, a haunted house movie almost. Because they're just trapped in this house. It's not, you know, it's not. We're. This is more of House of the Dead than House of the Dead was. <laughs> I would agree with that. And like the music and the cobwebs everywhere, like the music is very haunted housey. It's it's very like you know what I mean. Like it, it was the, like, the, yeah, it is it's eerie, it, and the score is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the whole movie's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so, so, so this was your first time watching it. Yeah. 
I think I said it on last week's episode, but Paul, Tina, and I watched it together about five years ago. <laughs> which, by the way, but I, I think I already told you this, but yeah. both Paul and Tina were like, why are you watching that again? We just watched it. Uh, it's been five years, and both of them are like able to tell me exactly, like scene for scene, what happened. I'm like, I... The, the only two people on earth that can fucking do that, right. aside from our buddy, aside from our buddy Mike, who yeah. who when I, when I posted the clip, I forgot to mention this, posted the clip of Killing Birds, the fucking guy in his mangled face in his idiot eyes, <laughs> Mike, Mike Mike immediately messages me. He's like, "Hey, is that the bad guy from Basketball?" Like, and it is, <laughs> yes. it is the actor that plays the bad guy in Basketball. Like, the three of them are just fucking next level. I, I can't believe it. And you're surrounded by them. You have to watch a movie for the show. And they're like, why do you have to do that? <laughs> Make you feel like a <laughs> like piece I'm of the shit. asshole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, it really got like a haunted house vibe to it. And and I do have an insane question to ask. It, how did they get all these rats to have red eyes? <laughs> I, do, I thought the same thing. Is that like the species of them? I looked up red Red-eyed rats, which they're generally white, you know, like the whole, um, what do you call it? Like uh, uh, albino, right? Um, but these are black rats with red eyes. And I'm going to be honest. I think they might have done something funny here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think so they might have spray painted rats or they might have fucking put contacts in these fucking rat's eyes. I don't know. They did something. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm more likely to believe that than to believe that they touched it up post-production. No, there's absolutely no fucking way they did that. I mean, honestly, if they did, uh, bravo, <laughs> bravo. <laughs> they hired the guys from Marvel because the, it's it's fucking physical. It's on the fucking rats. <laughs> um, but their eyes are red, red. Yes. I don't know, man. It kind of was wild. Um, they find the world's largest computer. This doesn't lead to a whole lot, except my favorite quote in the movie, which is computers and corpses are a bad mixture. Okay. <laughs> sure. I guess. What the fuck? And basically all the computer leads to is them hearing um, audio. Fo- Boy, they love the audio tapes like in the video games. Um, the audio tapes that basically explain the plot. And... In this, the audio tapes are explaining, I, I think, the nuclear bombs. Yes. Okay. So, just history that they probably all knew, except the one guy that read books or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, one of my favorite movies in the scene, two people having sex on the floor, right next to some right guy. Next, dude, like, on top of him. <laughs> literally inches away from this fucking guy and the guys the the way the guy talks to them is so fucking funny it's like talking so to funny. a pet it's so funny it, it's almost as if that guy was not expecting them to be doing that in that scene hey quit it dude I thought he was gonna like bust out like a water bottle like a spray bottle like you do with like, dogs and cats to get them away like hey stop it cut it to, cut it out <laughs> so irritating. And then somebody else on the other side of the room is like, yeah, please. Can you please go outside? Dude, you, like what? You refuse to leave this house because the outside's unsafe. And then you're like, if you need to fuck, go outside. <laughs> and so, oh, by the way, this is a giant fucking building. Just go into another room. A different room. Yeah. <laughs> Which is ultimately what they do, right? Well, they do. And then one guy... The, 
dude, they go into another room to have sex, and for some reason, they do have sex. And then the guy's like, you piece of shit. And <laughs> fucking storms out and goes outside. You women are all the same. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I didn't write anything down on that. But I, I, remember, I remember him doing that. But he was like... Oh, I get it. You're making fun of me too. But I, she, she said nothing wrong. If I'm not mistaken, they were just. She was just like, they just, dude, they just fucked. And then she was like, "All right, I'm going in the other room." And he's like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Like, dude, yeah, it wasn't even just like, like all the rest. Yeah. And it wasn't like she was like, "Oh, like I, I'm not in the mood anymore" or something like that, dude. Like they, they finished the job, <laughs> and then she like, and then he's just like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> He storms out, and she's actually like, "Oh, all right, fine, okay, <laughs> whatever." <laughs> and by the way, we had to watch this fucking guy's fucking Art Varkas fucking hanging out. <laughs> we did, we did the whole scene. <laughs> you put that thing away, man. Um, yeah. Well, one, one guy, one guy. Our first casualty of the group is a guy who sees rats in water and starts trying to lecture them about polluting the water and the rats kill him. <laughs> it's like, Hey, get out of the water. That's not safe. <laughs> oh boy. Um, L- Lucifer, who's the guy with his peen hanging out. Um, he is hanging in a hole, um, <laughs> in a way that no human would ever do for no reason. Like, it's bizarre. So if you imagine a hole, a big hole, He's kind of holding on to the corners of the hole with his arms and legs. So he's like <laughs> <laughs> hanging from the hole, right? To it. I don't know why. Like, this is the most absurd scene. He's just hanging there, being like, <laughs> and then um fucking Maddie just drops fucking eight thousand fake rats all over. Him. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever seen. He's just fucking screaming. That's the end of him. Uh, meanwhile, his lover, Lilith, the girl in the sleeping bag, she's sleeping there. You think this is a waste of a kill because she's, you know, zipped up to her neck in the sleeping bag. Um, and you see some rats like sneak in right to the sleeping bag and her kind of screaming and the whole group comes in and they're like, what happened? And they think that Lucifer killed her. They're like, Oh, he, and then they like open the zip, the zipping, the zip, the fucking sleeping bag zipper. And there's no marks on her. She looks fine. And they're like, Oh, he must've strangled her. And then slowly her fucking mouth opens (laughs) and out comes of the, the fakest rat you've ever seen. And you're like, (laughs) which does not, so you first you're like that's so fake but then you're like wait how does this woman have a whole ass fucking stuffed rat in her mouth (laughs) (laughs) great point because that's not that woman that's her face i think like i i think she has that thing in her fucking mouth yeah it's it there's no way they made like a prop look like her no like that and by the way this also means that that rat went up her vagina and (laughs) (laughs) And either <laughs> and either Maddie has uh doesn't understand how biology works or the rat chewed its way out her vagina into her mouth. <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one. Of course it is. He's like there's a direct tunnel to her from her mouth to the vagina. <laughs> All openings connect. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh that was fucking great. Everything about this is so fucking good. Um so that that she's dead. We've got casualties left and right. Uh we cut to a guy who's covered in rats. I don't know which guy this is, but this is the one that they decide to light on fire and he's wearing oven mitts running around and like a bag on his face. Like clearly just a, like a fat flame retardant bag on his face that, that we're supposed to believe is his face just melting away. <laughs> Uh, they also find Lucifer, who we is confirmed to have been eating, eaten by rats there, right? Yep. Yep. We get some infighting there um, between the groups. Um, this is where it kind of slows down, but not really. I mean, it, there's always something going on, right? It's hard to slow down when they're confined to just one setting. And unlike the Mato's movie, the rats are very prevalent. Like, like if... Tomato made the birds in every scene. I'd be fine with it. Whereas right. Maddie, Maddie used it. Like there's, there's no escaping the rats. They're always a threat. Always every a threat. fucking scene's got something to do with them. Even when they're talking and the guy reveals that rats smell pee, which least revealing thing I've ever heard. He was like, one time I read a book and it said rats smell you. Wait, was it what? And everyone's like, what are you an idiot? I was like, wait, what? What? <laughs> What world am I in right now? This is fucking insane. (laughs) I thought that was going to be the segue to the cellar people, but that doesn't appear that that will be coming anytime soon. And it doesn't. Um, And the movie really only slows down basically just because the rats are kind of unthreatening. And and in in the moments where they do kill you, it's great. But then the rest of the scenes are them just walking past them. Right. Which is very similar to his zombie movie, uh, Hell of the Living Dead, where, like, the people just kind of, like, run through groups of zombies and are like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then we're supposed <laughs> to be afraid when they do attack. But when they're there, they're like, nah, it's, it, don't worry about them. <laughs> like, dude, that scene where we had to watch every person walk through the rats. Right. And they don't do anything different. They just walk super slow. And we had to watch every single one of them walk across a room in real time. <laughs> past the rats and they're like whoa that wasn't that hard (laughs) it was fucking the best um and they just keep finding people being eaten by rats and they're always surprised which is amazing um and then but there's one scene that is just so fucking great and they find a guy who's been eaten by rats and his body starts inflating like weird al Weird Al in the fat video, the body is like growing and growing and growing until it bursts and then rats come out. And at first the rats just crawl out, <laughs> which is fine. That make, That's fine. That's cool. It was disgusting. And then for some reason, the body explodes and rats <laughs> shoot all over the room. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to that. Um, <laughs> and, and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. One woman kills herself so the rats don't eat her. That was that was something. Um and you know, at this point you'd be like, hey, you should probably leave this house. And I know they tried at one point, and yeah, one of the tires was flat on a motorcycle. Just fucking leave. What are we what are we what are we doing here? But they just continue to to, to stay there. Yeah, dumb. Oh, boy. They find more recordings that kind of uh, 
you know, explain things. And then finally, we've got seven minutes left. Uh, we see the cellar dwellers coming out of the sewers in their, um, they're, they've got uh, arsenals of weapons. They've got uh, hazmat suits, gas masks. They come to the surface and they appear to be there to, to help our friends. Which you would think they're there to help. But like the main characters are also like, screaming in fear at them. <laughs> Which, uh, why, do you know? Do you understand why? Like I get the whole underground people, but they've never talked about being like we got to watch out for those underground people. At this point, all we know is they are being completely obliterated by rats for- in this building, and these, these people might might be able to save them. Joe, not only that, but they don't know that these people came from underground. And when the guy talked about the book he read about underground people, everyone was like, read that in your fancy pants book, you idiot. <laughs> like, like, so, like, I don't think anyone would even believe that these people were from the underground. Even, like, it would be like you and me who love reading about alien conspiracies and generally believe them. When the aliens come, we'd still be like... I don't believe this. Like, this is fucking out of control. You know what I mean? Like, this this can't be real. You know? Okay. Yeah. So, like, even this guy wouldn't believe that people came out of the fucking underground in hazmat suits. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not going to fucking happen. Um, also, can we just say uh, that... Oh, dude. Fuck. There was one more scene. So, that I wanted to talk about. Because... They, those people are like kind of like infiltrating. It's very slow. They're just walking around the town around the building before they get to the building. And we have two people left from our crew within the building. And rats are literally just falling out of the ceiling for some reason. They're just falling. It's raining rats. It's crazy. But my favorite thing is that girl in the sleeping bag that we've seen in a million scenes in different rooms. And finally, they were like, get rid of this body. Falls out of the ceiling also. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they used her dead body so much. Like, MVP of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) She's in it for so little. And she's still in the sleeping bag. She's still in the fucking sleeping bag. Oh my god. The, the the leader actually dies from a rat collapse. The rat collapses on him. They don't eat him. They just <laughs> collapse the roof on him and he's like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> There's two minutes and 15 seconds left and that is when our cellar dwellers show up um, and encounter the two remaining biker gang members who are worse for wear. They're on their way out, you know. They've been through hell with these fucking rats. Um, and they're talking to the, the cellar people and they're like, we're friends, right? Are you the people from underground? And like the, the hazmat suits nodding. Yes. It's like, we're friends, right? You, can you help us? We can live together. And the, and the, the, the suits nodding. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, this fucking solidified it as the greatest movie of all time for me. <laughs> the fucking guy in the hazmat suit takes off his mask. And it's a big furry rat face. (laughs) Like a big rat face. It's not a man's face with fur on it. It is a a rat mask. The man is wearing a rat mask (laughs) with human eyes cut out. (laughs) When when Paul Tien and I watched it and we saw the people in the rat and the hazmat suit, 
both me and Paul made the comment, like, how amazing would it be if it turns out, like, these people are actually just giant rats? And when it happened, it was probably the most excited I, c- I can remember either of us being for a movie. Just, like, literally hollering, like, I can't believe this movie fucking did this. Like, I just can't, I can't believe this. Dude, halfway through, I thought to myself, are those people going to be rats? And I was like, no, that doesn't even make, that doesn't make sense. Like, we're we're probably never going to see them. And like, if we if they were rats, they probably would have like started hyping that up. You know what I mean? Or building or building towards that. But they they, they don't reference these people ever. Really, <laughs> like every time they're brought up, people are like, they're not real, and that's it. So it's <laughs> there's no there's no hype to see them. <laughs> uh, greatest ending I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I, I couldn't fucking believe it, dude. Big old stupid rat face. Uh, it fucking unbelievable. Oh my god. Well, let's score this one. Um, let's score this one. We've got um, movie quality and plot. I mean, that's. <laughs> uh, I you know I almost want to give it to Killing Birds. For the plot? Not for the plot, but for the quality. I feel like they no tried. No way, dude. You don't no think way. so? All right, fine. I mean, no way. <laughs> All right. That, that is absurd. <laughs> All right. All right. So, 10-9 rats. Rats. All right. All right. Enjoyment replay value, 100%. I, I would rats. almost go ten eight rats on that one. I, I don't want to see killing birds ever again. I have no reason to see killing birds ever again. <laughs> the rats gore. Okay. I would give it to killing birds. That is a little bit. <laughs> I I know what you're seeing. I know, I know what you're thinking. I know what you saw. Um, I, I, I gotta go right, dude. Like, dude, like, I mean, Killing Birds had some cool scenes. It's just like it wasn't enough. I, I feel like Rats had more, even if it was shittier gore. But I don't even think it was. So, uh, I mean, what's the criteria though? <laughs> just because something has has more doesn't make it better. No, 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 but. I think it was more of a high caliber. What was the gore in fucking Killing Birds? So you had the eye gouge, which was fucking awful. The eye, eye gouge takes it hands down. Um, the kills, man. The kills the, the kills and the zombies were, were pretty fucking gruesome. You know what? I, I, I'll i go with you. I'll go with you on it. The gore. Let's go. Let's go killing. Look, Matt, Matt, Maddie's winning. Maddie's winning. No, I no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think you're right. Like the gore in Killing Birds was kind of fucking insane really and that opening montage of murders was not dude he fucking throws that fucking bowie knife into a guy's head like <laughs> and which I we didn't the, rat, the rats which we we didn't mention in that movie the the girl that wakes up next to the guy how is that the first time she she realized this guy's murder? she doesn't hear the commotion she's <laughs> that was, so, that was so weird blood. Like, that was so <laughs> weird <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. The I, I, the gore's got to go. The guy, the gore's got to go. Killing birds, killing birds, ten nine on that one, and then animal attack points. 
Fucking unbelievable. Give it 10 1. <laughs> <laughs> that was an embarrassing, embarrassing show. <laughs> so, killing birds uh, or rats wins it. Fucking Maddie. Maddie lives to see out. another day. Dude, he survives. I was so happy after I watched rats. Actually, no, I watched rats and I was like, this is really fucking great. And then I was super excited to watch Killing Birds because I was like, you know what, man? Like, there's no reason to think that D'Amato will fuck this up. Like, I'm ready for the fucking birds. Which, by the way, I had seen the movie and fucking hated it. I just forgot. But um, there was no reason for me to think that Killing Birds was going to be, you know what I mean? I was ready. Um, but it yeah. just it just didn't deliver there. So, Maddie... Uh, Matt, Maddie's up. I would I would argue that that's like a like a like a that that was a great showing. Super Agreed. strong, super strong. Agreed. I we have to take that into account at the end. Um, I feel like um, how strong of a showing this was. Okay. Um, next week is a sequel, but not, <laughs> a sequel, but not really. Which could have been any week so far, right? <laughs> Literally every movie claims it's a sequel. <laughs> uh, we've got Zombie 3, which I guess is uh, the prequel to <laughs> Zombie Birds or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Killing Birds, I guess. Zombie 3 and Beyond the Darkness. Um, uh, by the way, most of these movies have been on Tubi. Right? Oh, is is Beyond the Darkness Buyo Omega? It is, and it's great. Who who did that one? Damato. Damato. Hey man, <laughs> Zombie Three. You never know. Might be a fucking <laughs> shark movie. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the sequel to Jaws. That's not Cruel Jaws. Um. <laughs> yeah, and and then after that we have one more week. But although we might extend it, we talked about extending it, but we'll see. Um. After that is Shameless Ripoffs, and we got Endgame versus uh, Robo War slash Strike Commando. Unsure of which one will be going down there. So, uh, will will uh, Damato lock it up next week? We'll find out. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. excited. I can't wait. I I'm honestly excited. can't wait. Yeah, me too. Um, these have been super fun, and thank you guys all for the support um, showing up. Hey, uh, our merch is going back. What we have left from the con is going on sale Friday. I think I'm launching it at 5 p.m. I don't know why I chose that. Um, that doesn't. It's not realistic. I'll be at work. But anyway, 5 p.m. Um, <laughs> the merch will be up on uh, store.ihatehorror.com. Let me just make sure that link works. Uh, store.ihate. Yes. Go to store.ihatehorror.com. Well, Plenty of pins are available, so those won't run out. But the shirts are super limited in sizes and quantity. Um, we will have the Live, Laugh, Skate, the Skull shirt. We've got some of those left. And we'll have um, uh, very few of those con... Um, uh, fuck, I forget what it says on it. But um, it's like when hell is full or whatever. Um, when there's no more room in hell. Um, great art by Michael Seymour Blake that I really enjoy. So that's on sale Friday, store.ihatehorror.com. Uh, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash ihatehorror. Join our Discord. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and this week's Patreon, probably worth it. 
probably just worth it for that. Because if you want to hear us talk about pratzels, pratzels and cow udders, this is this is the kind of content you'll get. <laughs> um, and then uh, what else? What else do we have to promote? Oh, Instagram.com slash I hate horror. Check that out. Uh, Going to be a lot of content on there. Thanks to our new social media manager, Reagan. Um, and uh, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. Um, and Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boogadish1985. Yeah. And if if you do, I mean, I'm still on the I hate horror account, but if you do want to like reach me, you can also hit me up on my uh, personal account, Robots Ate Me. Um, so check that out. Um, and that's it, man. You have anything else? That's it. All right, man. Awesome guys. Thank you all so much. Um, appreciate you all. Uh, and that's it. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I wanna play. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch.